Hey guys, my guest today, Phil Webster, is going to be talking about his epic journey to becoming a medium. Be right back. Grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing? Kind of weird being on the air this this early in the day, isn't it? And I know and I understand a lot of you are going to be watching this after the fact, which is fine. But right now we're live at five at, at noon, at noon, at noon, noon Pacific. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team, based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal issue, we can get to you. It might take us a couple of days because it's a big state. But we can get to you. Don't you hate when you get an itch and you just can't right reach it? I'll explain. I'll explain to you guys how to get around those too. Anyway, uh, you know, in the case that we can't get to you right away, we do have mediums and psychics on staff who can call you. And in most cases, if it is paranormal, they can settle it down until we can get out there. It usually doesn't take us more than one or two days to respond to a case. Okay, so just bear that in mind. You want to find us? You can find us all over Facebook, Google. You can find it in our California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team or California Haunts Radio. We're there and you'd be surprised how, how much we come up on Google. All right, that being said, if you're watching from Facebook today, and a lot of you are, and you haven't done so already, and you like what you see in here, please hit that follow button. We're always looking to build up our following. Also, same thing for YouTube. Uh, there's, no, there's more than 900 videos at YouTube all of this show. And uh, if, if you like what you see in here today, and check out you know check out the rest of our videos because there's just so many topics and things. I'm a journalist, photojournalist. I like to change it up, so it's not all about paranormal. But uh, check that out over YouTube. And if you haven't done so already over there, please feel free to subscribe. We're trying to reach that thousand subscriber number. We're getting closer. We just uh, crossed 800, and 800, I think we have 802 now. So we're getting closer, ever closer to that. So if you could help me out with that, also for Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Twig, uh, Twitch and uh, TikTok. Show me some love. If you like what you see today, show me some love. So, you know, so thumbs up, smiley faces, hearts, things like that. Show, show me some love and do comment in the chat room because what that does is it it gets the attention of the master computers at, at the social media sites and it pushes us out. It causes us to be pushed out into the social media world to where the, they send us out to more people. Again, it's all about share, 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 right? Okay, so if you're at home, you're watching the show, maybe you're in your car you're with your business buddy, and you think he or she might be interested in, in, in what we're doing, please share us. Share us and introduce us. And in the background, you will hear my 17-year-old dog. He goes through this. He's senile. He wakes up barking and kind of kind of crying. He's not in pain or anything. He's just being 17 years old. So you might hear him throughout the show because usually once he gets started, he, he does not quiet down. All right, another word of warning. My internet is spotty again today. It's Xfinity in this neighborhood. Something big's happening. Everybody and their brothers on the internet. Should I end up going down to that world where Mario, you know, where all the all the falling Mario's live? Stay on. Uh, the guests today will will 
take over the show essentially, and then I will reboot either on my on my laptop or I'll I'll hook it up through my cell phone, and then I'll be doing it that way. But I will definitely be back. The show will not end at that point. All right, getting to my guest today, uh, Mr. Webster is a medium, and he's got a really unique story to tell about how he got to where he's at. Uh, myself, I gotta admit that I'm self-taught. I didn't have any instructors telling me how to be psychic, you know, how to see things and stuff. I used to watch Sylvia Brown every on the afternoon she was on Montel, and that's how I was. I, I, I got to the point where I wasn't afraid of my abilities. So I'm self-taught, so I, I really have a lot of admiration for my guest today. All right, so let me bring him on, Phil Webster, and we're also going to be talking about death and the other side. All right, so here we go. Hello, sir. Hey, Charlotte. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. A little bit tired, but um, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about you, sir. Sure. Yeah. So um, I, I'm based in London. I, I've, I've been here since 2017. Um, I've spent 20 years living abroad uh, out of out of the UK um, after growing up on a place called the Isle of Wight at the south of England. And that felt like a very constrictive place around the 90s. You know, we had nothing to do. We were all just like surfers and I don't know. That that was pretty much all. We, there was nothing. There was nothing better to do. A little bit of weed. That was about it. Forgive me. You know, we didn't have the internet in those days. So uh, yeah, traveled around for around twenty years, and then came back to the UK, uh, two thousand seventeen. Pursued acting, um, just in the sense of what did I always want to do? You know, and I was kind of obsessed with films. That seemed like a logical thing. It wasn't really like of a need to perform or anything like that. And then 2020, something happened around my mum passing, sorry, 2021, around my mum passing. And um, that really just sent me on a completely different trajectory. And where are these books came from that I wrote and um, this pathway into mediumship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So did you realize, I mean, right away after your mom passed away that you had these abilities or did, did you feel that you had them when you were younger? I think that when when I was really young, I kind of tuned into this straight away, like growing up. Um, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years old or something like that. But then as I got older, I sort of looked back on that and I thought, well, that that's probably just imagination or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then there were a couple of things that happened in my teenage years. I believe that the place we lived in, there was stuff going on. I remember watching a couple of things move around um, and, and I had an astral projection experience. But again, a few years would go by and I'd be like, well, weird, but, you know, so what? And then this event that happened around my mum passing was really the catalyst um, that, that changed everything. Um, so I, I could tell you about that story if you want. Absolutely. Go ahead. So, yeah, um, again, sort of after my brief introduction there. So I'm based in London. My mum was on this place called the Isle of Wight, uh, which is at the south of England. Um, that's where I grew up. So my mum had lived there for like 20 years um, on her own. And she was 76 years old. And I thought she was going to be around a few more years. She'd always bounced back, you know. And um, so we went through 2020. I did all the things that we were told to do. I kept away where we should and stuff like that. Um, I hadn't seen her for a couple of months due to various, you know, government restrictions and them changing their mind every five minutes. Um, and I hadn't seen her at Christmas. So, it, and she'd grown increasingly lonely through that time, but we would FaceTime every day. Um, and this was around mid January, 2021. And um, on this particular day, it was around 10 o'clock at night. And I'd already spoke to her maybe twice that day. So when she answered the phone, she leaned into the call and there was a man leaning in from the other side. And I saw him long enough that I could describe him. He had thinning gray hair, glasses, looked like he was about late 60s, something like that. He was, he was, you know, solid. Like I thought that was just a person there. But I was kind of taken aback because we were in another lockdown. 
a new hall all of her routines the place is a rural place we don't have any family there stuff like that and i said well who i said who's that and she said who's what and i said okay well the, the guy i just saw someone and she said like no there's, there's no one here and just kind of dismissed it and started telling me about her day and I kind of grilled her a little bit, and then I just thought, well, I guess I must have been mistaken. And um, and I just sort of let it go, and I went to bed that night. The next morning, I got a phone call that, that she was having a heart attack. One of the neighbors were trying to get in the house, and, and she passed away that morning. So full of the grief and the shock and, and everything that comes with that, and, and especially losing a parent, um, my mind kept going back to this thing. And I was like, okay, so what was that? I, I believe that there was no one physically there. And I kind of molded over a long, for a long time, a good couple of months. Um, and, and I will speak to people about it. And some people will say, well, you're grieving. And I was like, well, I wasn't grieving because it was mm -hmm. before, you know, and, and then the other, other side of the fence, people are saying, well, that was clearly, you know, a sign. So I'm like, all right, what are we talking like spirit guides or, or what? And that kind of really opened this door to look into mediumship. So that, yeah, that was really the catalyst. I've, you know, your story, I'm not saying it's completely similar to mine, but okay. it is similar to mine. And that as a little kid, I was seeing stuff in my house. Yeah, and the family dismissed it mm. to, to a big imagination, and then mm. I kind of went through that lull as a teenager because I got interested in other things, so it went on a back burner. Yeah, and then when I started getting into where I was working, and I was up late at night where I would work a night shift, so I'd be home at like five and six a.m. eating dinner. Mm. I would start hearing things like bar stools go, you know, squeaky bar stools, like people were sitting on them and things yeah. like that. So it started to come back a little bit, and then when I started hanging out with the ghost teams, wow. Mm. All kinds mm -hmm. of stuff started happening, and like yeah. I said in the intro, nobody nobody offered any help, so mm -hmm. I was on my own. And so that's why I would come home. I would watch Sylvia Brown of all people on Montel Williams, and mm -hmm. that calmed me down to where it wasn't so scary. Yeah, his abilities. So let's yeah. talk about your journey. You, you know, this this happened with your mother. So so where did you go from there? Well, I just um, I was working. I mean, this is kind of kind of connected, kind of not, but I'll just mention it anyway. I saw you got a, a baby Yoda back there, so I was working on a movie. Um, <laughs> I was working on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? One of the big Marvel superhero movies. Yeah, and that that was starting like days after my mum passed, and I'd been waiting for it for a long time. There hadn't been any work all year, stuff like that. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Although I was a mess, you know, I was just kind of sitting there wearing this uniform, you know, this out costume or whatever. Right. These other people. And, and I just was like, I was standing next to Benedict Cumberbatch and his whole Doctor Strange thing. And I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, like I, I just, my head was, I was just deep in, in the grief. Um, <laughs> I did start reading books and I, and I started reading like a, some sort of traditional sort of spiritual literature, like Neil Donald Walsh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I came across a book by a medium, uh, a medium called Claire Broad, um, that really opened the door for me to that. And and one interesting thing is that I, when I got this book, I didn't know where Claire was from. She could have been from the States, Australia, or anything. Um, and then the book opened with this story that took place across the street from where I live in London. And I was like, well, that's odd, right? And and like I could literally look at like the, the opening pages of her book, I could look out my window and see the graveyard that she was talking about where she had her first experience as a kid, as a medium. Very cool. And so I just kind of felt this kinship with her. And pretty soon after that, I saw that she was giving a workshop at a place called the College of Psychic Studies, which sounded ridiculous to me. Right? I was like, the College of what? Right? <laughs> um, but I went along and, and, and we hit it off. And, and I sort of I told Claire a lot of things that had happened to me in the past. And that's another thing. So after that event, I kind of looked at other things that had happened over the years. And it would seem that every few years there'd be something and, and that I'd dismiss. Um, and then I started looking at through this new lens 
and and it seemed like there was there was almost like a you know without sounding too grandiose like a sort of destiny to this i felt like okay you know this this is probably what i should have been doing all along mm-hmm. um and and that was really it and and i sort of went from there and and um yeah pretty soon after that I walked into a spiritualist church we have a lot of them here and mediums are given demonstrations stuff like that and mm-hmm. um and and that was yeah really sort of set me on this road yeah interesting now have you been able to envision what the other side is like as far as when people pass away what what is that like what what's the journey like because i know there's different versions of it well that's an that's an interesting point i i feel that i did have a, an experience right soon after my mom passed there's a lot around her passing and, and i wrote about it in my second book glowing deeper um when i got and this is just going back to that day when she passed sure, I, sure. I eventually got back i got down to the isle of Wight where she lived and it took all day again because of COVID and restrictions and all this stuff. Anyway, I got there. Thank you. And, um, and, 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 you know, all the grief aside and stuff like all that kind of thing, I, I went to bed that night. I slept in her bed and I had a very, really um, visceral dream about being with her in a room. And the room was full of swirling colors. I know what this sounds like. I know this sounds nuts, but the room was full of swirling colors. And I was standing there with my mom and and I was telling her, I was like, well, the same that it was your heart. And she looked kind of confused and, and she was like, well, are you going to be all right? And I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fine. You've got to, you know, you've got to go. And th- this is it. And and she turned and left and I woke up and obviously in floods of tears. Mm-hmm. But I've got to say, it was the most powerful, realistic dream I've ever had. And 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 I've I've kind of attributed it to to a, a shared death experience and and and, and i i know that the, there might be an element of wishful thinking and stuff sure. like that and people people might sort of argue over well that's not really a shared death experience and blah 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 but whatever it was um i i i've never had a dream like it you know um so again just that whole thing around her passing changed everything yeah sure sure it did so when you see on the other side you know because a lot of, a lot of mediums talk about that i mean like you say the lights blinking that's really cool I know the day after my mom died, she was sitting on the couch when I woke up, watching right. me sleep. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, she disappeared yeah. right in front of me, but she was sitting mm. there, mm. which was mm. kind of nice. It's comforting, you know. She's yeah. here all the time. She you know, she comes back and forth. It's really comforting to know she's here. Yeah. So, and then getting into your work, how, how does a medium develop themselves? I mean, I, I know I know what I did. So as far as yeah. studies, like you say, you went to you you went to that school kind of. Mm. How, when did you notice that your stuff was getting more and more advanced, your abilities? I mean, I, I'm still calling myself a developer medium. I've very, very, I mean, funny we talk about this. I've very tentatively stepped into the world of starting to give, to give readings now. And I'm still not calling myself a medium. I'm still, I don't know, an intuitive uh, d- developing medium or what have you. So I'm not, I really want to be sort of clear that I, I feel like it's a really sure. sensitive area. You know, people come to you that are grieving and I, I don't want to be, promoting myself as that until i i'm a hundred percent that i can give somebody something of value i'm still at the stage where i'll I'll, i can validate something i can give i can give a description of somebody i can see the circumstances around their past Mm -hmm. really recently as this week i've I've had a couple of very um there's been a new experience for me just the whole feeling what they went through which has been amazing um so so i'm very much still developing um but yeah it's been a really interesting journey and and Again, such, such a sensitive subject. And also, I'm sort of aware that this country in particular has a very strong, uh, well, well, the States too, like a very right. strong history of spiritualism. Right. I kind of don't right. want to step on anyone's toes. You know, I'm just showing up here after three years saying, hey, you know, let's be a medium. 
um, whereas there's this kind of old school traditionalist way of doing it. But yeah, basically, I, I, just to get back to your question, my first book, uh, well, both books, um, Letting Glow and Glowing Deeper, really sort of document my journey in real time. And I, I've put lots of meditations in there. And essentially, as I learned about it, I wrote about it. Mm-hmm. So in theory, the reader could go along with me and, and, learn, and learn what I learned. And, and it worked for me, and, and hopefully it would work for somebody else. Now, as a medium, and like you say, you, you, you're able to see, you know, deceased, deceased people. Yeah. How do you handle that? I mean, is that, is that constant? Is there a switch you flip or, or whatever to, to, turn, to like switch the powers on and off? Because I know when you go to a mall or a movie theater, it's got to be overwhelming. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely open up to it. I, I, I'll i go through the process of opening up, opening up chakras. It gets very sort of woo-woo like and, and what have you. But I'll open up all the chakras. I'll invite my guides in. And then I'll be like, all right, well, you know, what have we got? Um, and, and, of course, if I'm reading for somebody. And that's what I'll sort of just do through practice anyway and meditation. Um, but if I'm reading for somebody, um, then I'll go through that process and essentially tune into that person. And uh, and I'll I'll just start talking about the first things I'm seeing or first things I'm feeling. And and again, a new thing for me this week. And, and again, I still believe I'm right at the start of this journey. Absolutely. Was doing a reading for somebody, and and the other day I, I got I was talking about a man that was coming through, and it wasn't even a mediumship reading. This was more like a sort of psychic, intuitive thing. And I started getting this energy of this male coming through and I was describing the male and, and the lady said, well, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but he's dead. And I was like, all right, well, okay, let's go here then. And, and I kind of opened up through that process again and very quickly got this really strong sense of nausea. Like I went off balance, everything. I was like, whoa. And, um, and it wasn't pleasant. And I was describing this to her and, and she seemed to find amusement in it. She's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> and I was like, well, whatever this is, <laughs> You know, I don't know what it's trying to show me, and and it passed. But that was really my first experience of 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 sort of physical sensations from from connecting with somebody. Um, so yeah, interesting. So you have to rest a lot because I know you know anytime I've taken what I call a psychic hit. Yeah. You know, when I'm in the field, I mean, it knocks me out for days. Yeah. You know, I so does, compl- that, does that happen with you where you're exhausted, or have you taught yourself not you know to uh, get your energy a certain way so that that doesn't happen? Well, as you mentioned that, I feel absolutely drained right now from this. So, so this this last two weeks, I've been like, all right, I need to put my money where my mouth is. I'm gonna. I've read two books about this stuff. I'm gonna start giving readings again. Not calling myself a medium, but I, I've been doing that for two weeks now. I've maybe spoke to about seventy people already, and I feel absolutely, absolutely done. Like I, re- I swear, I feel like I've just worked in a factory all week. I, I really do. It's, it's just it's taken me by surprise, to be honest. But yeah. I'm I'm, drink, I'm drinking a coffee here at like eight thirty at night because I'm I just yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I know the feeling well. I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting at a at the Woodland Opera House doing a post. You know how because you know, they were showing our evidence, and all of a sudden my stomach flipped, and I knew what it was. I could just yeah. feel the stomach flip, and I thought, oh man, I was out for three days afterwards. Yeah, yeah. This this is this is a new arena for me. I, I've been you know I've I've been learning about it. I've been meditating. I've been practicing. I've been in a development circle. I've wrote all about what I learned, and I thought, all right, I guess it's about time I, I start doing this. And and now I'm like I'm like knock for six. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Is there any knowledge that you've received from your guides that you could share with us? Yeah, I feel like I'm getting so much all the time. Um, I, I, a lot of it is sort of very, it, it sort of leans away from the paranormal and it seems to be more about, I mean, I, I guess the whole thing is paranormal, but it's more sort of a, about metaphysics and and time being nonlinear and all this fun stuff. And, and it goes deep, you know, um, but I feel that like really just to sort of, and you know, to combine talking about learning to be a medium and, and what I've been getting from guys is like, 
really been able to connect with that that source energy of yourself um and and sort of through meditation as well i know that the word puts a lot of people off and i i didn't know what meditation was until i really started doing it but it was really the key to mediumship and i feel that the the biggest benefit from it is that you got all these thoughts over here right that are just constantly trying to get our attention but when you learn to be able to step back from it and they don't stop you know it's not like you can just suddenly you know turn into a buddhist monk they'll, they'll still they'll still keep going but right. the trick is to just let them go and and just and don't put any backstory to them and then you start to develop this idea of you're the one observing these things and separate that and then and, and i feel that when you really get in touch with that source or that that backseat driver or that that quiet voice or whatever that's really the key and, and i feel that that's beneficial in in all aspects of life um but yeah particularly going towards mediumship now for you and your abilities have you uh can you share anything like you know that that like you say that you're your aha moment but but something that you've seen that that not every person sees yeah i mean i've i've had instances of uh, i'll you know i'll see stuff out the corner of my eye as we all do but these days i take notice of it i don't just sort of just dismiss it or you know and, and i mean and, I, and i've got to say i do have a healthy dose, dose of skepticism I don't just sort of buy into every single thing because That's it's, good. you know, like spooky or out there or, or, or right. to do with that. Um, you know, there are definitely some mediums that are, that aren't as good as others. Um, and again, I'm, I'm learning, but sure. I've met some that are just like, well, you know, you, I, I see your granddaddy's got gray hair and, and, you know, there was a cat, you know, it's <laughs> like all these sort of vague stuff. But, um, but yeah, in terms of what I've actually experienced, um, I, I do, I, I feel like I'm still sort of exploring what, which, are sort of like clear senses really work for me, but I do get a lot of visuals. The one of the most random things, and this isn't really spooky or anything, but I, I was in a development circle practicing with a lady that I met for the first time, and she was from London. And I was like, okay, and I kept getting like baby orangutan, and I'm like, what the hell's this? Like, and I was like, baby orangutan, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to say that. I was like, all right, baby orangutan, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. She said, my daughter works in an orangutan sanctuary in California, and I was just like. All right, I'm, you know, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know when I've had my dreams of my mother on the other side, I have, I have been there in my dreams. Yeah. But my version of the other side, I think, I think, I think when we die, and I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not an expert at this stuff either. No one's an expert. We just do what we do. So, yeah. And I always look at things like housing, like housing areas, you know, because I grew up in this housing area. So in this dream, my mother was living up north, but it was like a, it was like a, a like one of those um, senior areas where seniors live and they have all the houses yeah, and everything. Yeah. And it was interesting because I, I never thought that her heaven would look like that. Or maybe uh, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't experienced that. All I, what I get, and, and I guess we all have a have it in different ways. But uh -huh. I'll so far, I'll see the person, I'll see the setting around where they passed, the environment that they were in, and and that's kind of it. And then they might give me something from the person's life, like I said, baby orangutans, or that they were on a yacht last summer, or something like that. I'll get like a kind of memory. Um, but yeah, I'm inter you know, interested to see where it goes. Um, I, I still, again, sorry, I keep repeating myself, but sure, I do okay. want to sort of stress that I'm, I'm still at the beginning stages. So, um, yeah, let's see. So for people that might be in the same situation where they're just starting to think that they might have abilities, yeah, what should they look out for as, as far as that goes? And, you know, can you, can you give them advice a little bit? Yeah. I mean, obviously if we have sort of profound events like seeing a ghost or, or, or having like a sort of undeniable experience, 
that's the thing as well. I feel I feel that a lot of these experiences don't necessarily come in as dramatic as that. You know, I mean, yeah, people do see ghosts and things do move around. Um, but I feel that a lot of it, and especially when you're developing as a medium, comes in as a feeling. Um, at least for me, it has. And and when it comes in, it's and it can be physical, but it's not like a, a door slamming or something, but it's like a sensation. And it doesn't seem to stick in the memory the same way that normal stuff does. And I feel because it comes in in a different way, it doesn't come in as a physical touch. It's like, or, or it might, but it often doesn't. And it's more like a new sense that doesn't kind of register in your brain the same way as it as like a taste does or mm -hmm. a sound does. You know, it's kind of this new thing and it doesn't really sort of stick in your memory the same way. So I feel that just trust it when it comes up. And the more it happens, then you start to recognize that, oh, okay, that's that. And, and, you, and you accept that it's, that it's real. Well, that's one of the things I learned early on was I was told um, that there's never a wrong answer. Mm, you know, every yeah. time you have a vision, every time something comes to you, it, 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 it's connected to something. You just don't know what it is. And like you say, the more you do it, the, the more you're able to sort that out and say, okay, this yeah. came up. This is, you know, this is this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I go with sort of, you know, go with the first thing you see, but I feel like it does take practice. And, um, you know, I'm still practicing, um, sure. but, but yeah, it, it, I feel that that's the key to just sort of when you do open up to that state, just go with what comes in like straight away before you start overthinking it and giving it a backstory and all the absolutely. rest of it, just, just say what you see. Um, and, and I feel like when you start getting on this path to that, you'll, you'll be amazed at how many people are like, yeah, I, I baby orangutans. Yeah. Now when <laughs> you awesome. see, when you see the vision of a ghost, you know, somebody's dead, dead husband or, or whatever, what, do, do they look solid to you or, or, or do they look misty, you know, like, like people think ghosts should look? I, I just get like, I, I'll often get more an impression of a person with, with the exception of seeing the guy on the phone call with my mom. Um, he was mm -hmm. solid. Like, and I was like, okay, well, there's someone there. And I was like instantly annoyed because we were in a lockdown and I was like, who the hell is this? So I didn't think of the supernatural at all. Right. Um, to start with but yeah so through mediumship i'll just get an impression and i might get i'll sort of make it's, it's kind of i can't even explain it. it's like i'll i'll just get an impression of the person and i'll make an image out of that you know this person will come in smiling and i'll get this energy from them and then and then i'll just be like okay i'm seeing this person and the description will come but it's again it's different it's uh, but it varies I, I, but then there have been other times that i've just been okay i'm seeing this lady she looks like that and she'll be there and then she'll take off um, so it, it seems to be coming. I feel like I'm still finding my way with it, to be honest. Um, it's just all something new comes up all the time. Like the like the nausea thing the other day, that was almost a little bit shocking. I was like, okay, I hope that guy's gone. You know, I, I, all right, that was enough. So, um, yeah. You know, a lot of people talk about medium psychics talk about that, that's that weird spider web feeling or, or whatever that is. Mm, For me, mm. I, I feel it in my legs. Yeah, okay. that's where I feel it mostly, and I can tell if it's male or female because it, 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 it's it's a stronger. Oh, that's interesting. Thing in my legs. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what is it like for you? Is is it spider web here tinglies on the on the left yeah, here? Yeah. Where does now, it? Now you yeah, now you mention that, and I do hear people talk about that spider web a lot. Um, mm -hmm. and 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 I've just connected it to my feeling, and I didn't call it a spider web. I'll get like a tingle at the back of my head. It's like someone's like kind of going like this, or so like really, really lightly. And I suppose, yeah, the best way to describe it would be like a spider web. But I've heard about people talking about that on the face. But I'll just get this really, really nice sensation of a tingling at the back of my head. And and I feel that that, and I'm sort of attributing that to that's so my guides kind of stepping up. Sure, and sure, like, sure. Right, here we go. Or we're around or, or what have you. Um, so, yeah, so that's a pleasant sensation. Yeah. Now, something Sylvia Brown said in one of her books was that God or whoever's controlling all this 
only lets you see what you can handle. Yeah. yeah. And have you, I mean, as, as far as that goes, you haven't seen anything really traumatic, though, I mean, as far as what your visions are, are they? No, I haven't. And, and and I feel that like you've just sort of caught me this week when I've had, like I said, again, I keep going back to that nausea thing, but I, I know that that's what mediums talk about. They talk about, you know, feeling yep. chest pain or this and that, yes. uh, you know, and that's how they'll give validation of how somebody passed. So that was a new one for me. That was like, and I feel that I'm getting little steps and steps, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that was the first time like, okay, so you want to do this? Here you go. And, and like, you're going to feel like you're about to puke now. And it was, and it was something. And, and like I say, I kind of, a little bit freaked me out, I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I remember the shock I had when I was working. I, I, I happened to work in a very haunted town. Mm -hmm. I didn't ground because I didn't think I needed to. Bad, yeah. <laughs> big mistake. But I remember having, you know, how you have meetings with your boss and all that. I could hear what he was going to say before he said it. Hmm. Okay. And I okay. thought, wow, that's really cool. And it's like you, the, the, the thing, the stuff that happened to me in increments. Yeah. As far as my yeah. abilities. And that, the, that was one of my wild moments. Yeah, I feel I feel at the moment, for want of a better expression, I feel like I'm going through some growth spurt, you know? Mm -hmm. Like it's been like the last year, nothing. It's just I'd like hit a plateau and I'm like, all right, I'll keep the meditating up and and this and that and nothing, you know. And then all of a sudden now it's like that first year again. It's like boom, 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 boom. Um, so yeah, let's see. I feel like it comes on in stage. At least for me, it has. I, I know for other people, some people start this and within six months they're they're like giving full-blown descriptions so right, i think it's right, different right. for everyone so yeah right. the other thing too i teach psychic development classes i teach like level one and level two okay yeah and i have seen it with, with some mediums or some burgeoning medium mm. where they open up too much yeah and you know like i try to tell people you know i, I teach them how to open and close the door because yeah. once you open that door you don't know what's going to come through it's, it could be all happy happy or it could be something negative that comes through Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So have, have you worked on that aspect of, of your abilities to be able to shut down when you feel something heavy medium coming? You know, I do, coming? yeah. And 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 so far, touch wood, and I'm sure it's going to happen sooner or later. But I I haven't had a, a, an actual negative experience. I haven't had like any sort of dark energy or anything like that. Um, I do go into it with just this kind of blind faith that my guides are going to like take care of that. Yes. Um, and 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 that I trust that that's that the intention is everything. And I, and, and I will sort of put a little message out there that I'm only inviting in what's what's good and what and what's you know like 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 good for me and good for whoever I might be reading for now. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I haven't I haven't really experienced that, but I do yeah I do open up and close down. I, I will sometimes forget to close down. Um, mm -hmm. So and I think that's really important because then you're just kind of like out out there for the rest of the day. <laughs> I, do that that all the time. Time the day. I do it all the time. And it's yeah. like, you know, I, I get complacent. Like my house is haunted. It's always been haunted. Relatives, yeah. whatever. There's a doorway to the other side of my fireplace. I mean, they're forever coming down my home. So there's <laughs> nights when I don't shut down right. And yeah. I know they're poking at me or, you know, and there's something coming through. Because once you allow one in your house, and a lot of people don't understand this either. Once mm. you allow one to be in your house, you've opened that door and they're going to keep coming. Right. Yeah. 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 Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. 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 But no, yeah. So, so far so good. But like I say, I, I, I'm not under any illusions. I, I, I don't think I've, I've, I've heard of a couple of mediums that said that there's never been anything bad or it's all been love and light, but the, the ones that I, that I've worked with and that I trust, they're like, yeah, you know, you'll get that sooner or later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The medium I work the most with, because I'm Catholic, yeah. doing this work and so of course i think about demons and all this but she feels that there's no demons it's 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 ghosts that have gone mad they've gone insane because because they're like stuck so that that's what you know people tend to think demons are 
Okay. Yeah. And I don't know. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the fence with that. I mean, there are some angry ones out there that you have to mm. calm, you know, calm down, especially like in your case or when I go out. But um, I mean, that's just her belief, and I think, like you say, everybody has the beliefs in how they handle stuff. Yeah. That's just supposed to be hers. Yeah, I mean that that seems to. I mean, so far in my experience, I've gone in there with like, all right, I'm just bringing in nothing but like positivity or something that's mm-hmm. going to make someone feel better. Um, and and that and so far that's all I've experienced, and and I feel that that's really the way to go, you know. And if even you know if you were to like dabble with a Ouija board or something like that, which I'm not suggesting that anyone does, but I really feel like it's what you bring to it is what you're going to get back. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. When I heard you on the other show, you did talk about the the Ouija board. So, so let's talk about how that's worked out. What you do with it? Well, that was that was an, uh, just an experience I had as a kid. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so I was a teenager again, nineties, nothing else to do. But um, you know, we were on this very remote island, and um, and one one of my friends suggested that we do. It might have even been me who suggested that we do a Ouija board, and and we sort of cook, cooked it up ourselves, and 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 it started working. Um. But we were all, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just like asking questions. And, and then anyway, me and a friend of mine, we sort of took a shine to it outside of the group and we kept doing it until I kind of really got this strong sensation again, like as though something was passing through me. Mm-hmm. And he described exactly the same thing. And I was like, okay, well, this this seems to be a real thing. But we went in there completely unprepared. We didn't know what the hell we were doing. We didn't know anything about opening up or closing down or any of that stuff. Um, and, and we just went with it. And this thing just seemed to latch onto me whatever it was for, for, for months. Um, and once I got through it, I, like I had a friend of mine that was kind of, she had like a sort of a, like for one of a better expression, she had like kind of a gypsy background and she was proud of it. And, and she was like, well, you know, you need to just envision a protection field around you. And I did that and it stopped. And this was at like, you know, 15, 16. Um, and again, got a bit older and I was like, well, did that really happen? I don't know. That being said, so um, the, the the medium that who I consider my my mentor and, and, and my teacher at the moment, Claire Broad, who wrote the book I mentioned at the start, um, she she's fine with Ouija board. She's like, it's, you know, again, it's all what you bring to it. And we have used one in in the development circle. First time I was kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know, but um, but it all all positive experiences. That being said, I wouldn't recommend that anyone should go out and use one. I don't either, and I think I think because you do have skills as a medium, hmm. I think that helps in your being able to block out any negativity coming to that board. Whereas yeah. somebody that's just messing around with that has no idea, yeah, even how to block it off or or, or or cut the communication safely. Yeah, yeah. So that presents a problem. You know, that, that's Absolutely. where they start. That, that's where they get in trouble. Yeah, you know, yeah. With those boards. No, I, I. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, I wrote about it in Letting Glow in the first book about my first experience, and, and then I've had another experience since then, which has been positive, but. I would definitely not recommend that anybody goes and uh, plays. Well, I'm a fine one to talk because I don't use those boards myself, but I do do water scrying. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, the ITC water stuff. And that's just, just, I mean, when you think about it, you think, well, it's safer, but it's, it's really about the same, about the same level. Yeah, well, that's that's true as well, and and you know, sort of Claire again. I I'm really I'm really blowing her, you know, like bigging her up today. But um, yeah. she she was really saying again, it's about intention, what you bring to it. She's like, what's the difference between sitting and opening up as a medium or using a Ouija board? Just mm-hmm. because we've got this um, this idea around the Ouija board and and what we've seen in movies and stuff, what difference does it make if you sit and open up and invite spirit in, or you mm-hmm. do it through a board? So it's just like kind of the again, what you bring to it and what, where your energy is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. Some people, you know, there, there are some people out there that have dark energies following them anyway. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's on one of those boards, it's going to be hell. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. But, yeah. Because there, but there are people out there that just have a darkness about them. That I mean, yeah. they may not be dark themselves, but there's they've got something. Maybe maybe, maybe it's generational. Yeah. It, yeah. It well, yeah. Around or whatever, you know. But but there is stuff going on like that. Now, as you've as you've been developing like this, and we talked about you know your your mother passing, and that was an aha moment. What's been another big aha moment for you? Well, it, around her that first year, um, just just getting confirmation that she was still around. Um, I wandered into a spiritualist church like a couple of months after she'd passed. Didn't know what a spiritualist church was, but uh, on every on a Sunday here, all around the country, they're, they're ten a penny in London itself, and um, there's a medium giving a demonstration of mediumship, and and you don't have to pay any money. Nobody knows you're going, so it's a really good sort of indicator of if it works or not. And and I walked into this place one night. And this lady was just giving readings. Uh, well, she was just sort of giving people messages that were sitting in this church. And and they were all like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally know who you're talking about and stuff like that. And then she came to me and, and she started talking about a friend of mine. I had no idea what she was talking about. Then the kind of the penny dropped. But the real game changer was when she said, okay, I've, I've got a lady who's recently passed and her accent changed. And that I didn't see that coming. Wow. So this, this lady had a very strong London sort of Cockney accent. And then she went suddenly started speaking in this northern english accent which is quite a difference and it was my mom's voice you know um and, and i was like well and it was a very short message it was just enough to give me some comfort mm-hmm. but that was it i was like well th- this person's never met me in my life i haven't got that accent and and she just went to this um midlands accent and that 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 again was just like okay seems to be a thing <laughs> Well, I can, you know, I can agree with that too. The first investigation I did before, I was an investigator. Like I said, yeah. I had experiences as a kid, right? Yeah. But the first investigation, because we used to go out and film another team, because this was a, a TV show at one time for public access. And it's the first time I ever met somebody who did that, that could channel. Right. And I watched this woman walk across this, this opera house and she changed personalities three times. Yeah. And, laughed, yeah. and I said, oh my God, I'm here with Sybil. And turned to joke, but I mean that's the first time I had that happen around me. It's really unique when you see that, and people don't realize that either. And you realize it's not their voice because you know they hunch over, and it's totally, it's a totally different person coming out. Yeah, yeah, I've experienced that in a in a in a development circle. Um, first time I saw it, I was kind of I was like, really? I I, I don't know. I, it, it, but but again, it's, but then that's the thing, and that's this skeptic that comes out of me. But then I'm like, and then I listen to all the stuff I talk about. And I'm yeah. like, well, why, why am I questioning that when, when anybody else outside of these circles that would listen to me would think I'm talking absolute, you know, rubbish? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, some some media, you know, some mediums as they develop will find specialties that they do. You know, yeah. and there's there's also mediums that can do everything. I mean, I've seen that, I've seen that here in, in the area where I live. Yeah. So, what do you think your specialty is starting to lean to be at this point? At this I point, want, yeah, I wonder. I feel, I feel like I'm just opening the door to it. Um, I um, and and I feel that you know, we're, people sort of get a lot quite hung up on you know, am I clairsentient? Am I clairaudient? Am I clair? All this stuff. I feel like it doesn't really matter. I don't really care. I don't. I'm not that fussed about what label I give it. Um, I seem to get it from all directions. I do seem to be very um, clairvoyant. Like I, I do see. A, I do get a lot of visual. Um, but I feel that whatever way it comes in, if, if I can, if I know that that's coming from somewhere else and, and somebody else is validating it, then, then what does it matter? So, yeah, I'm still, I'm right. I, you know, I know I keep saying it, but I, but I'm right at the start. So, sure, so sure, I, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm up for sort of, you know, 
like I, I've, I've been talking to my website about sort of doing an online circle where people can get together and stuff like that. But I do want to stress that I'm not sitting there as like, you know, Yoda for, for right. one of a better expression <laughs> and, and telling everybody what to do. I'm, I'm still learning as well. So, yeah. See, he's learning too. That's it. <laughs> Maybe he's learning too. You know. That's why it's why he's back there. He shows up. <laughs> um, when you walk into a room and, and you know, being a developing psychic, I mean, it can, it can be over. I'm a medium. I'm sorry. It can be overwhelming. You know, yeah. just like this particular hotel we used to investigate, there were like 800 ghosts in this place. Right. And I remember looking at the psychic friend of mine, going, "How are you going to handle that?" When you walk in to say, you know, say a party or something, and mm. you know, of course, everybody's got at least one to two. Two, two beings with them how do you handle that i haven't like i i would love to do a, a, an actual investigation like 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 you do i haven't done that um i have the, the sort of most uneasiness i've ever had was was in in recent years like for money like i was desperate for a job recently and i, I in the last couple of years right just before letting glow came out and i started working as a bartender at a cinema and there was one of the one of the theaters like one of the rooms or whatever you want to call it there was just there was, there was something in that place i was like okay this whatever this is every time i go in there i just want to get the hell out of there immediately yeah and it just didn't stop it just didn't let up and i was kind of walking in there being all right yeah you know whatever like i'm, I'm not i've got to be in here for for work but um there was something in there and and it, and it wasn't in any of the other areas in, in the place so that's kind of like the and it wasn't nice it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a positive energy in there. Um, that's really the only experience I've had with it. I, I, like, for better or for worse, I, I suppose I'm kind of lucky in a way. I don't know. I feel like these things are coming. So, yeah. Sometimes, you know, with the newer medium, and this is my experience. I've been doing this for 18 years, yeah. As a as a ghost hunter, and then you know, as as a as a, as I'm not saying medium psychic. I'm not. I'm yeah. not to the point where I can, I can, I can like do people, you know, do reads on people. I'm not there yeah. yet. I'm not even yeah. close. But what I've experienced with the people like you that are just starting out, sometimes being involved with the paranormal team is a good thing mm, because mm. you're able to go out, you know, you're out with other people, mm, mm, you know, they, yeah. they, they can help ground you, but, but it helps because you end up, it's kind of like, it's kind of like we're working customer service job. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because you're out there, every time you go out, it, it, it's a different type of ghost that you're dealing yeah. with. And so it's really good training for a medium. I've got a, I've got like this kind of like idea at the back of my head about about like looking at there's so many um I mean it's London right so there's so many people here and there's been so much energy here and there's so much history that that and there's like a lot of pubs and I mean I like pubs right and so <laughs> I was thinking about how many haunted pubs are there and I was just noticing that there isn't any book on that um That's so I, I I've kind of got an idea about maybe making that into a little project you know I get to drink at the same time and yeah it could be fun that would be great there's a guy on TikTok. He's in the UK. Yeah. And he visits a lot of haunted places. Yeah, okay. To describe the ghosts and everything in there. But mm. that would be, I mean, your idea is perfect. I mean, sometimes he'll do a pub, he'll do cemeteries. But if you specialize yeah. in like doing haunted pubs, that would be, I think that would be a great idea. I think it's a yeah, great idea. Yeah, it could be fun. And there's so many, there's so many here, you know, and they're, they're like from the 1600s and stuff like that. And they're, they're with all this history around them. So, um, yeah, could be cool. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, and you know another thing to kind of you know, like I said, I'm not a full blown medium. In fact, I have the attitude that I know you're here. You know, I know I know you're here. Don't scare me. You know, just just, just let's live together, happy, happy. <laughs> but um, I have I have had some interesting experience, and I've also known mediums that were just starting out that couldn't shut that door. And I actually saw mm. one one time in a hotel that we were investigating get chased out oh, really? because she okay. said something was stabbing her in the back. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. that stuff happens. But I mean, you seem to be to have really a good, strong personality for that stuff. You know, as yeah, far as keeping I'm... that stuff away at bay. Yeah, I feel I feel confident that I mean I you know I'm not tempting fate, but I do feel confident that you know I we I, I see myself as a as a soul. I see myself as a spirit. I see myself as as whatever that is that I'm getting in touch with. But I'm also physical, so it's like what you know. I'm not challenging anything, but I feel like I've got a hold of this. You know, I don't feel that that is bringing bringing anything that I don't have. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I kind of I feel that well, what are they going to do? You know, like I I'm I'm learning what I'm doing here. I'm not saying I'm an expert on it, right? But yeah you know like all right you know i'm I'm not letting that stuff in so it, you know i feel sort of confident in that and i have got this kind of blind faith in my guides as i get right. to as i get to meet them slowly and and sort of learn and you know sort of connect with them yeah i think my guys are alcoholics <laughs> my, guy, my guys probably think i'm an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> what happens at night when you try to go to bed i mean do you see people standing around your bed or do you tell them no you're gonna have to be thankfully not um no i will i will get you know random sort of again it's very it's very sort of like within and, and i will get um random faces and, and maybe the odd thing just in that state between sleep and I, I mean i think that we all do but i guess you start to pay attention to it more when you open up to this stuff um but and and that's also i think a, a good sort of indicator like i had so many things over the years that would happen and i had a couple of really profound experiences in that state where you're just about to wake up um, when you're sort of still kind of half a set, your brain's in what they call the theta state. That's the state that mediums go into when they connect and 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 also the state that you go into in, mm -hmm. in sort of deep meditation. So pay attention to that if if you're sort of interested in this. Like when you're coming out of sleep and you suddenly hear somebody say something, maybe take note of it uh, because because I've had a bunch of experiences around that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that feeling. You know, you're, 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 you're asleep, yet you're not asleep, and then you hear a voice. You wake up, there's no one there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I go, I go through that frequently as well. Mm -hmm. um, looking at that, I, I can tell you a story about my experience. I know we're talking well, about yeah. you today, but it's kind of fun yeah. to share with somebody who's, you know, doing um, where I'm at level-wise and all this. My uncle used to smoke um, cigarettes. Yeah. And I used to smell it all the time in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. And it dawned on me who it was, so I said, hey, I'm trying to sleep here. I don't need you watching me. Yeah, it's yeah. Me easy. Can you go in the hallway and wait for me? I would get up the next morning, and the hallway was full of, was smell of cigarette smoke. Right, right. Because right. he was standing there in the hallway waiting, and so I mean, I don't mind it because the majority of what's here are relatives. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm exhausted a lot because I mean, it's always there's just a constant flow mm, coming mm, through here. Mm, but mm. I mean, for you, I, I don't know. But, you know, you're deceased. I'm sure you're like a beacon, no matter where you go. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I just again, I just feel that like I do feel like I've got that protection. Um, so so yeah. I mean, when I moved into this place, which wasn't what well, was with uh, just over a year ago, mm -hmm. um, again, I was just like jumping between jobs, you know. Um, and 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 now I sort of I'm sort of getting on track with like making this my full time thing. But um, I was just doing odd jobs around and, and around uh, among acting jobs and stuff like that. I moved into this place, and again, woke up one morning. And and I just got the sense of a woman, and I, and I kind of I, I saw her in my mind's eye. I knew she was something to do with the the theater, like some sort of performer. And there's a theater across the street, and right after that, a job came up to work there, and and, and I just like bartending and, and stuff like that. And I went for it, and um and then on the morning of the interview, I was just kind of kind of brush it off, and somebody was like, "Get up." Like I heard it like really distinctly, just get up. And I was like, okay, that that's her, whoever she was, or whoever lived here has something to do with that theater. 
Um, and I went there and, and got the job. But anyway, yeah, I'm pretty, I haven't heard from her since, but she was around, like around that period of time that I went and got that job at that place. Yeah. What's your advice for somebody who might be starting out as a medium? Um, again, I would just sort of meditation. Um, you, you know, it, it's, it's really the key. I, I believe it's really the key to just, again, to just be able to step back from the thoughts and, and be over here, realize that you're the one that's observing all these thoughts and then to be able to tell the difference between all that stuff that's going through your head, you know, there's marching band of, of like this and that and look at him and think about that and what happened yesterday. And when you can sort of step back from that and realize that you're observing it, then you can differentiate between that and your core self or your, for want of a better expression, your spirit self, your, mm -hmm. your consciousness. And then when, as you develop as a medium, when something else comes into the middle, you're like, all right, well, that's, that's, that's not me. I recognize that as something different. So I think I think meditation is really, really the key. Yes, I agree 100%. Now, I was going back to another question. When you walk into a room that's full of people with their people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how do you pick? I mean, I, I mean, do you pick and choose who you will talk to at that point? You know, as far as as far as the deceased go or do, does the strongest ones do the strongest ones come up to you? How does that work? I haven't, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't really experienced that. The, the only times I've really sort of experienced, um, uh, I've had a couple of random things, but nothing too profound. It's always about, I, I'm, I know what's coming. I'm opening up. I'm doing that for somebody and, and let, you know, let's do it. When I step out here, like I go across the street and again, uh, there's a train station right across the street and there's like hundreds of people coming out and it's right. like immediately just bombarded with all this energy, which I just attribute to the people themselves. And it's like, Look at that. We were flying right along and then the internet had, had to die. So hopefully we get it back. We'll just wait a few minutes, see if he comes back in. But uh, his experiences are similar to my experiences. That's why I keep trying to uh, go back and forth with, with him about, you know, what I experienced as opposed to what he's experienced doing this. And um, it's very close. It's just very close experience-wise. You know, uh, they say that you're connected to the other side by by i don't want to say a thread but some kind of band and you're only ever three feet away from the other side i mean you can literally reach your arm out and you're and, and you've got your arm in the other side um if it's true that's great in fact a lot of the time when i teach meditation which i do and like, like he's been talking about meditation i teach meditation like i do hopefully he'll come back um and that's one thing that i do is is, is i always emphasize that 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 rubber band that's attached to the other side because that when you when you do out of body work uh, for meditation, that's what you use to come back. That's what pulls you back. You you follow that that strand that that comes out of your midsection to come back, back you know back into your body. Um, wow, well, maybe maybe he'll come back or maybe he won't. <laughs> it might be him for the show, but uh, he went to the place where all the Mario's go. But um, to answer your question down there. Uh, Let's see, I got a question down here. Hang on. Jasmine. We're not doing readings today. Uh, that will probably be Friday with Medium Nancy Matz. Friday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. That's who usually does the readings for us. So we'll, we'll probably do a reading show with her. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, as a developing medium, and I, I'm, kind of, I'm like him. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot like him in that after even after 18 years, I'm still a developing medium because there are certain things that I don't want. I don't want to see, I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear them. You know, I just, I don't mind feeling them because I can tell whether it's a man or a woman, you know, by the feelings in my legs. But, um, yeah, 
But uh, I just don't. I, that's the limits I set right now. I do see them occasionally. You know, I've I was over at uh, Karen Clark, who's in the chat room, is one of our is our lead is our lead field psychic. And we went out to Outback Steakhouse one night, and as we walked in and went to sit down, I actually saw a man standing at the window peering in at us as we sat down. And it was a shadow man, but it, but more than, you know, uh, the sun was behind him because the sun was just setting. But we, I actually saw him, and, and then when I looked down to go sit down and look back up, he was gone. But he was definitely peering through the window. I, I could see his arms up like this over his, eye, you know, over his eyes doing one of these through the window. Uh, but he was clearly there. I don't remember if Karen saw him or not, but I know I saw him. But I had talked to another psychic friend of mine that I have, and she said that that, ha that happens frequently at that particular outback. So, you know, once in a while, I, I, I will see them. And uh, let me see if I got a message for Phil on this. I'll just wrap this up. Um, okay. Oh, he's All right, he's reloading. Anyway, um, <laughs> the spirits are after us today, boy. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I'll see them occasionally. You know, I've seen a, a couple of apparitions in my house over the years. In fact, one, in fact, I thought might have been a death apparition my mother because she had just had a stroke. And I used to sleep out in my living room in clothes. I got into the habit because of my dad. You know, I was taking care of my elderly father. And I remember seeing my mother come out from around the corner and then turn around and start walking back. And then I went, and that's the first thing I thought was, oh, man, here we go. Really? Okay. I tell you, my internet is shaky today. Anyway, so I remember um, following her because that's the thing I thought. I thought, oh my God, maybe she passed away after the stroke. And I followed her down the, what looked like my mother down the hallway and she disappeared. And when I went in my mom's room, she was asleep. So whether she had an out of body experience and projected or not, it could have been one of my deceased aunts too. But I definitely saw what, what appeared to be my mother in my house. So that was kind of cool. All right, let me get him back in here. Hey. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. I think that was my side, unfortunately. Yeah, I just went down on my side and came back up. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, this was, this whole thing just shut down right behind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, after, after, after my mother passed, I did something, you know, knowing what I know now, is I bathed her in a scented soap that I would recognize. Mm -hmm. So when she does come back, I can tell she's here because I could smell her literally still yeah, yeah. walking around now i wanted to ask you because i just discussed this while you were down about how far do you know or have your guides told you how far away we are from the other side that's an interesting question i haven't really sort of thought about it in that okay. um what one thing that i got recently was um what which is kind of related to that in writing this third book which i don't think is part of this um trilogy of books that i'm writing i think it's something else it goes quite out there but um I was talking about like a hierarchy. I was talking about guides and is there kind of like, what, what's the guide, you know? And right. I was like, is there, and I kind of got showed this arena as though we're on the field, you know, like we're in the, like, like, like a Coliseum is a better word. Right. Um, right. So, so we're there like right in the middle. And then those ones that are on the lower row are kind of our guides that take care of, you know, where we're going, don't step out on the street, what job we're getting, go this way instead of that way, that kind of thing. And the more you go up, it kind of there's a like a hierarchy and then the further you go up the more it gets to sort of like you know more philosophical ideas and and that and the guides that deal with that kind of stuff and and they were sort of showing me that it's not an actual hierarchy the same there's no there is not like really like a, a better or a lower or a higher but mm -hmm. that's the best way that we could understand it um so i found that sort of really interesting that we've got these ones around us that are sort of 
you know, concerned with sort of day-to-day events. And then we've got the ones mm-hmm. that are probably concerned with, you know, mediumship. And then the ones that go even further up and it keeps going up. So that's kind of like in line with what you're asking. But um, yeah. as, as, as far as I feel like it's all around us, you know, I think this whole thing's nuts. We just sort of, we go ahead and we're like, yeah, you wake up and you get on with your day. When you start breaking it down and peeling the way the layers, this whole thing's supernatural, right? You know, it really is when you start looking into it, like time and 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 time being non-linear and all this crazy stuff that we just kind of just drift along and we go along with our day. But when you again, when you start looking into it, I feel that the whole thing is like a mystical experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I remember seeing somebody. I was doing an interview with somebody for a prelim one time at this lady's house, and I remember seeing a ghost walk across her lawn. And it's like this door opened. I can mm. see the door kind of in my eye open. And she took a step up and disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Like that's where yeah. the other side was. Like she was able right. to step up and, you know, and she went. Yeah. It's an interesting field to be in. And people don't realize it because a lot of people think of it as, as woo-woo, you know, yeah, about yeah. what we do. But it is a fascinating field. And it's it's something that, of course, can't be proven. You know, it's one of those things. It's just you know, it's just, it's, it's us with our with, with what we know and stuff. I, I mean, nobody's nobody's an expert. Even the ghost hunters, if they yeah, say they're experts, yeah. they're not experts because nobody really knows. You well, know, nobody just, knows. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're just we're all, we're all on a giant learning curve doing this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you know, I, I'm I'm getting more and more convinced that that we definitely go on. I I, I and again, I'll I'll go back to that default skeptic all the time, but. At this point, I don't feel really feel the need to try and convince anyone. But right. at the same time, I, I get it why people don't believe it. I, I wouldn't have necessarily believed it as, as readily as I do now a few years ago had I not experienced what I've experienced. And all I can do is tell my story. And if it resonates with somebody else or helps somebody else, then great. If it doesn't, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on your career. Doing what you oh, do. thanks. You know, it's fun. It's fun to meet somebody who's, you know, who I can talk like like today, who I can talk back and forth with, because mm. not that you're at the same level I am, because of course I don't do, I'm not doing readings or anything like that. But we're kind of, you know, on, we we spend our lives kind of on the same path. Yeah, with this yeah, stuff. and that's what yeah. No, I, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, it is nice to be able to talk about these things because because a lot of people don't want to, so it's it's fine. <laughs> so yeah. what's next for you? Well, I just feel like I'm just learning. I'm opening up to this idea of giving giving readings now. So I've really been putting it off and putting it off and now started doing it. And it's been a really positive experience, but it takes a lot. It really feels it takes a lot out, out of me. And, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not necessarily a mediumship comes into it, but I'm not really sort of advertising myself as a medium. But I am starting to connect with people every day online and, and you know, give them my sort of opinion on what's going on with them and and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. It's It's almost it's like. It's like doing a therapist job, but not being a therapist, you know, and I, it's, you know, but, but obviously not to that level, but people want answers when they come to you. Right, with this stuff. Right, They're like, right. okay, so when am I going to meet him? You know, like what, what does he look like? And I was like, I, I don't know what he looks like. It's, <laughs> so it's kind of, it's, yeah, it's interesting, but it, it yeah, it does take its toll. That's for sure. Um, but yeah. <laughs> and, and for next, again, I'm just kind of really keen on, yeah getting that online community together i just need to take those steps to make it to make it a thing and uh, I've, I've had a few people that, that seem interested you know it's yeah. funny you talk about the therapist thing because that's what i train ghost hunters i try to tell people and get the word out about that is even though we're looking for ghosts our psychics are looking for ghosts it's it's a very stressful job to go into somebody's house yeah 
and find out what's going on because you're dealing with their mental states. You're dealing with their lives, yeah. literally yeah. With, their, with their lives. So yeah. I try to have, I, I try to have nurses on staff. I try to have psychologists on staff because yeah. you're, it's, it's, it's not a game, no, no matter what they show on TV. I mean, you are dealing yeah. with people's, people's lives. So I agree Absolutely. with you 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and th and that's it, and that's why I'm sort of really cautious about what I call myself a medium because, you know, again, you're 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 going to be dealing with people that are grieving, and I don't want to give them something that I'm just making up, or or I'm not making up, but just giving them like some basic stuff, and and then that's and then I'm done. So yeah, you know, uh, I'm tentatively stepping into this arena, calling myself an intuitive clairvoyant, um, and you know, there are aspects of mediumship that come through, but yeah, I'm right at the start of this journey still. Absolutely. So where can people find you? Uh, so I've got a website, uh, philwebster.com. That's just Phil, Phil with two L's. If you put one L, then you get some blacksmith guy in Yorkshire. So Phil Webster <laughs> with two L's. Um, and, and then, yeah, the books are available at all the usual places and, and Amazon. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was fun. It was fun talking thank to you. you. Thank you, too. Really nice talking with you. I uh, hope to speak to you again someday. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe down the line, you know, and uh, maybe maybe a couple months, for three, four, five months, we'll get back together here. Sure. Sounds good. See how you're doing. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Yeah, it's fun. Like like we were saying, it's fun to find somebody who's, who's at least like on a parallel that you are because a lot of people – this chair is sinking. A lot of people don't get what, what, what it's like to be a starting out psychic and, and, and dealing with that. Okay, tomorrow we're back at our usual time. So our old friend Stephen Bastet's going to be with us, and we're going to be talking about UFO disclosure. Is the government hiding a lot of stuff from us? This is the man, though. He has connections everywhere, and so we're going to be talking to him about that, and that will be our usual time at 6.30 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. Um if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here. We just want to get the word out about our show. Remember, if you haven't subscribed already and you're watching from YouTube, please subscribe. Uh, same thing over at Facebook. Please hit that follow button. And if you really want to get some relaxation time in, come and meditate with us. We meditate Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. I would like to expand that to almost every day if I can. And I do a monthly meditation club, and we do all kinds of different meditations, whether it's health, abundance, financial, whatever. I cover them all. And, and we do it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday right now. And we do have times at 3.30 p.m. Pacific for the people on the East Coast and Central. And then we have 7.45 p.m. after the shows for the people in, 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 you know, in, the, in the Pacific time region. So it sounds like something you like to do over your days. Maybe you've had a stressful day. You need to relax. Meditation helps. Believe me, meditation helps. And if you're, like he says, if you're a burgeoning psychic, it does help. It teaches you how to open and close that, that door. And it does help. All right. Well, I want to let you guys go. I want to thank Karen. I want to thank Jerry. I want to thank everybody that's uh, watched tonight. Everybody on the, today, everybody on the RSS feed. All right. For those of you that are working and stuff and you want to see the show later, it will be, it, it is going to be available. So uh, have a great day, everyone. And I'm going to share the contact information for him with you. And then I'm going to bug out of here. So here we go. His website is philwebster.com. Phil with two L's. And the first book is Letting Glow. And the second book is Glowing Deeper. And I think he mentioned he had a third book in the works. So that'll be really cool. Very cool. Okay, you can get those, like, you know, Google them. They come up everywhere. 
Amazon.com is one of the places that come up. Okay, guys, I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Have a great rest of your day, and bye.